here today on Cinesippi Chat and uh, give you a little intro to the podcast. This is uh, something I thought of. I have a hobby podcast. I work here at Janesville Country Club. My name is Jeff Rotier. I'm the golf course superintendent and um, I have a hobby podcast and we were looking for new ways to engage the members at the country club in different and exciting ways. And I said, well, I could put a podcast together for the country club. And I talked with the other managers. They liked the idea. And we thought, you know, we could find some members that have been members at the club for a long time and hear some of their old stories. Or um, The interesting part was right after we came up with the idea, I believe it was the same day or possibly the next day, I get a text from my friend Josh Coyman, and Josh says, hey, you're not going to believe this, what I found. And he's digging up old history stuff on the, on the country club, coming up with all sorts of cool stuff. So I, I called Josh. I said, hey, would you be willing to be on the podcast? So welcome, Josh, to Cinesippi Chat. All right. Thank you. <laughs> How long have you been a member here at the country club? I believe it's about five years. Okay. Yep. Great. Yep. Great. Uh, my wife and I and then our kids um, started out as uh with with the pool and it's a beautiful golf course and so uh, we've grown here at the club and it's it's a great place so what was uh you know going back to that i forget what your text said it was like uh, how long has the club been 18 holes or maybe i forget what you were asking i think i think what i asked was um do you know if there was ever a different routing right at the club right because what i found um i I found, I, so what happened was I got in different history and stuff with golf in general. Yeah. And um, it just got me thinking about the country club, you know, being as old as it is, there's got to be some stuff out there. And uh, I reached out to a Facebook group that does historical stuff on golf courses. And okay. I was looking for resources. Like, where do I find this information? They gave me this, this resource, uh, newspapers.com, where they've got like every newspaper from 1600 through current. Okay. And, and that's where I just kind of dug in. And um, one of the first things I found was, I believe, the first hole-in-one recorded at the Janesville Country Club was in 1930. Oh. But the hole was hole 12 mm-hmm. as a par 3. Mm-hmm. And that's what kind of spurred, like, it was a different layout. And right. that's why I reached out to oh, you. Is okay. there anything out there that you know of because sure. it just totally was bewildering to me because you know 12 now is i think the second hardest hole going uphill there's no way anybody's ever going to get there's a hole no in way. one there no <laughs> no never. matter how good equipment gets yeah. nobody's getting a hole in one on 12 <laughs> no so that's when i i reached out to you and then i started right. digging around and um you know we, we obviously talked about this and uh i reached out to um to Gloria and she said well there's a bunch of old, actually what I asked her was, hey, is there a place where we have like old minutes that I can look through, kind of see like how things have evolved at the club? And mm-hmm. she said, well, not not really, but in there's a closet um, off the men's locker room that's got bins full of old stuff. Mm-hmm. You're more than welcome to go through that and see what's going, or see what you find in there. Right, yeah. That's, um, that turned into a very long Saturday. <laughs> there's oh, there's yeah. a ton of stuff down there. Yeah. That uh, is just amazing. So you dug into that. You dug I did. Into that old I stuff did. That yeah, yeah, I did. And then the more you kind of getting ready for this, I I looked into uh, um, the founder Alexander Galbraith. Yep. And found out that he was actually an immigrant from Scotland. Okay. And him and his three brothers um, essentially started a business importing Clydesdales. 
Okay. And yes. they set up farm here in Janesville, Wisconsin. Right. And he's essentially like the godfather of Clydesdales or draft horses in America. No kidding. Yeah. Okay. And it, but through those trips, going back to bring these horses back and forth, um, being from Scotland, it doesn't really say a lot in his uh, history about golf until he was on one of these trips and he was uh, around the St. Andrews area and he spent some time there on, on vacation or on this trip and that's when he you know brought back the the clubs and the balls and right. started playing around in in one of his pastures with with his friends you know the sign on the wall says he brought back 15 clubs and four balls yeah so i'm trying to picture that like you know it's in the spot we're sitting would have just been pasture land around here and they must have yeah mowed it down low somehow and i mean four well, golf balls you you don't want to lose a golf ball if you've got, if you especially only got four back of them. then. Especially back then, they weren't exactly uh, you know go down no to Dick's Amazon. and pick them up. No, um, yeah. So his friends, they, I guess they they started out on Ruger Avenue. Okay, um, is is where his horse farm was, and that's where they uh, started out with the the meadow stuff, and then they they kind of got it going, and and with the club founders, the other gentlemen um, that uh, Joseph Baker and Frank Fifield and Colin McLean and Peter Mowat and Edie Roberts, you know, they uh -huh. they formed uh, their own club and they call it the Sinisippi Golf Club, which is Native American for what we now call the Rock River. Right. Right. Yeah. So anyways, after that, um, which is how we got the name, for which the is how we got the yeah, Sinisippi chat. Right. The original so. name of the of the club. Right. Um, I guess they had, you know, grown it. So that was in 1894. Okay. And by 1898, they had started looking for for other land to expand on because um, i think initially that pasture was maybe like i don't know it was a few acres but it wasn't it was more batting the ball around you know right. um but so in 1898 uh, they decided to actually purchase the land that we're on now um for a while they actually leased it and there was actually two separate clubs there was the Sinisippi club and the janesville country club they were leasing the same land Oh, I didn't know. So go back. So 1894, when the club was founded, it wasn't on this no. piece of land we're sitting on right now. Oh, no. oh, I didn't realize that. Okay. Yeah. And so with expanding and actually forming, and at that time too, it was only nine holes. Okay. Um, it, wasn't, um, it wasn't until 1927 that they expanded it to be a full 18. Gotcha. Okay. And in 1925, I found um, the documents. There, there was a whole master plan built around it, and they had expected from 1925 to 1929, it was going to take them four years to expand and to do the layout and everything. And they capitalized at fifty thousand dollars to wow. to build the golf course. Big investment. Yeah, right yeah. before the big depression. Oh, sure. You know, sure. so. Um, so back, so let me get this straight. So it was on Ruger Avenue, the original club, yeah, and the original meadow or prairie, wherever they played, right. And did they have nine holes there, or they just had the meadow or prairie? That it they it doesn't in? really say okay. if they had nine holes there. But um, then on this current site, when they had they had the club was in two different spots. Then they had nine holes at at this spot. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, they had nine and holes here in the twenties. Yeah, and then um, it was in actually in nineteen ninety eight that the Janesville Country Club financed actually buying this land because the two clubs leased it from the original owners. Oh. They paid a lease to be able to have the golf course. And uh -huh. in 1898, uh, the country, the Janesville Country Club 
uh, financed the purchase with the capital investment. The guys all chipped in $10,000 to buy the land. And that's, that's where we got our original nine from. So um, is that why the name switched from the Sinisippi Golf Club to Janesville Country Club when they well, had two locations? No. Well, we had two clubs on the same course. Uh-huh. And they ran it that way until 1916. Okay. So it actually got to a point where the Janesville Country Club owned it because they bought it. But then the Sinisippi Club continued to lease or have permission to play on the same course, which... Um, is actually really interesting. It, it's it's interesting that it the way everything kind of evolved. Mm-hmm. Um, that then Janesville bought it and and the Mississippi just kind of merged with the Janesville Country Club. Uh-huh. But um, doing some other research, you know, in in Scotland, the courses predominantly aren't owned by anybody. Right. The people own them. Right. Like St Andrews, mm-hmm. the people of St Andrews own that because it's that's what was written. So when you go to St. Andrews, um, just for example, but it's that way all over Scotland, you can have several clubs. There's like five, six different clubs that belong to that golf course. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So it's... So it's, it'd be like if we played Frisbee golf here in town and we had a Frisbee golf club. Yeah. And somebody else had a Frisbee golf club and we all go and went and use the same park to play Frisbee golf. It, yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, you could all... Yeah, Definitely. So I don't know how many people were in each club at that time. Mm-hmm. You know, was it 20 people were in Mississippi and 20 were in uh, the Janesville country? I don't know. I don't know what the numbers right. were. Okay. But that's that's how it started. Um, and then uh, it was also kind of interesting uh, when I was going through those newspapers, you know, trying to find information. Um, the first thing that I found written about the Janesville country club was not really much of anything. It was just more of a statement. Uh-huh. And it was actually from the Wood County Reporter in 1896. Okay. And it said, uh, Janesville has a golf club. Period. Period. That's it. And then it, and then it <laughs> followed up with uh, a death notice and then a notice for a school trip that would be coming up. And then finally, uh, I noticed that, hey, we're going to have a traveling minister coming to town. Well, so it was just. So in 1896. I'm guessing a lot of people didn't know what golf club, what that even was, right? You know, you're probably right. I mean, that was... You're, you're probably right. I mean, we had the, what, the second in the Midwest, mm-hmm. only behind Chicago. Right. So from Chicago... And back then, it's not like traveling or obviously no internet, but traveling was so difficult. You know, how would people know until a sport actually came to them right. and, and be in the different sport that it is? And, you know, another thing is how much America evolved from European sports that we would actually bring a European sport over here and play it sure. the way that it was brought up or, you know, invented right. in Europe. Whereas, you know, we changed cricket to baseball and uh, rugby to football. Right. Yeah, yeah, I suppose I never thought about that. They probably didn't even know what that was. They probably, yeah, it would be... What is golf? What is, is golf? Yeah, what does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a good spot to end episode one. We're going we're gonna to keep talking here. Sure. And... Uh, start another episode but that was a that's a great introduction to some of the i'm excited to hear more of what you found so all right we'll stop there thank you josh you're welcome